So my, my thought was this. Uh, I wanted to just, in this season, I wasn't sure what direction we should go. So I just wanted to just kind of, kind of devotional. Uh, let's be, let's, let's sit at Jesus' feet. Let's hear his word. Let's just kind of, uh, you know. So I just wanted to have a, my message to be very devotional in that sense. So uh, when I thought of that, I, sort of, I thought of Psalm 23. Psalm 23 is a beloved psalm. You probably are super familiar with it. You probably heard it read at funerals. Um, it's more than just about someone dying, though. It really is about someone living. And so the beautiful picture we have of Jesus as our good shepherd and us as sheep. And the whole thing about being a sheep is that a sheep is a very timid, frightened, can't really defend itself type of animal. But the, the, the way a sheep uh, isn't fearful, <laughs> isn't vulnerable, is one thing and one thing only, it's when, it, when it's close to the shepherd. That's really what this psalm is all about. So Psalm 23, again, I know you're familiar with it, but please just, uh, just open your heart afresh to it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for You are with me. Your rod and Your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, You anoint my head with oil, My cup overflows, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So this psalm is, uh, again, a very beloved psalm. It's a psalm of David. We don't know whether David wrote it as a younger man. He himself was a shepherd. He cared for his father's sheep. He might have wrote it pretty early in life, you know, maybe as he's out laying on his back in the field with the, the, the flock right nearby him. Or maybe he wrote it as an older man, looking back over his life and seeing God's faithfulness, God's care, God's protection and provision. And he remembered, you know what, just like I used to care for my dad's sheep, God, you have cared for me these many years. Not exactly sure, but either way, it's a great and a beautiful psalm that talks about God's protection uh, for His people. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of winging it here. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord, Jehovah. Scripture, when in the Hebrew um, descriptive title for God, Jehovah, basically is, is descriptive of the all powerful, all-knowing, self-existent creator. Meaning the God of the entire universe, Jehovah, is my shepherd. A shepherd is not a really highly esteemed vocation. A shepherd was a very humble uh, way to make a living. Most shepherds weren't wealthy. They weren't prestigious people. They... um, you know, they, they, they didn't have a lot. It was a pretty lowly vocation. So for God, of the, of the God of the universe, 
to liken himself as a shepherd is an amazing act of condescension and humility on God's part. But isn't that exactly the God that we serve? Jesus is humble. He's, he's meek. He's lowly. And he truly is our good shepherd. And so one of the things as I was preparing to, uh, for this kind of little devotional talk is I am certainly not a good shepherd. I am though. <laughs> I have a little hobby farm. I've had sheep for the, like the last 15 years. We had lambs when my boys were younger. And so we've had the privilege of being around sheep and around lambs for the last 15 years. And so that also kind of makes this psalm a little more appealing to me. And uh, yeah, so I, I'm just going to keep reading through the psalm and just maybe share a story or two. That again, the whole idea is that the God of the universe is the shepherd of his people. And we as believers are his, the sheep of his pasture. He makes me, verse 2, he makes me, oh, well, let me say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now that doesn't mean the sheep is never hungry, doesn't mean the, th the sheep is never thirsty, doesn't mean the sheep is never vulnerable to attack from predators. But as long as the sheep is in close co connection with the shepherd, it's all good. It's all good. That is the entire issue regarding the sheep and the shepherd. As long as the shepherd is near, it's all good for the sheep. As long as the sheep is near the shepherd, it's all good for the sheep. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. First thing that a good shepherd does is he, he cares uh, for the feeding uh, and the watering of his sheep. And notice it says he makes me lie down in green pastures. You know, uh, I've never seen a shepherd like sit, tell the sheep, sit down put them in a headlock and wrestle them to the ground, making them lie down outside. I've never done that. The only time I've ever wrestled my sheep is when we've had to shear them, and they're not always a, a fan of that, and you kind of have to wrestle them at times. Um, but So how, the question is, how does a shepherd make the sheep lie down? It's very simple. If sheep are well fed and they're not frightened, they will automatically lay down. Okay, if they are well fed and they're not frightened. Now, they're very easily uh, spooked. They're pretty timid animals. My sheep, uh, for the most part, if they've got lots of water and I'm nearby, uh, they're quiet. The only time they get stirred up is, is if my dog is out there in the yard and he's chasing around one of the lambs. She's chasing around one of the lambs. Other than that, they're just peaceful and quiet and lie very easily in the pasture. So a well-watered, well-fed sheep that's near the shepherd is, uh, lies down. It says, He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. A good shepherd would constantly be on the lookout for where is the next place to grace. Where is the next place that we can get clean water for the flock? And again, the flock, the sheep, are not real smart. They are dependent upon the shepherd for that leadership 
and that guidance. And isn't that the case with you and I? Like, we don't really know what we need. We think we know what we need. God, I need this. I need that. I really wish. You know what? The Good Shepherd knows way better than we do what we actually need. And that is so reflective in this shepherd-sheep metaphor here. So, he restores my soul. One thing, uh, uh, another thing about sheep is um, uh, they, they can get what's called cast. And a sheep, literally, if a sheep has like got quite a bit of wool on and it's got like a full stomach full of grass or maybe it's pregnant, they can let her literally lie down outside. And if there's a little divot in the ground, They'll lie there, and all of a sudden, before they know it, their feet aren't able to really touch the ground. And before they know it, they're literally lying on their back, going like this, and they can't get up. It's like, it's bizarre, to be honest with you. The first time, it's happened to me. I've come out into the barn actually a couple of months ago, and this is, the ewes were pregnant. And I come in, and there's this ewe on her back, kicking her legs, going, bah. Bah. And it was, it was weird. It was partly comical and partly pathetic. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I literally got in there with her and pulled her to her feet. And she was all shaky and wobbly and fell over to the ground. And I had to pull her back up to her feet and I'm rubbing her legs. The point is this. Sheep are very fragile creatures. When this uh, psalm says, he restores my soul. (laughs) You know, sheep get cast. They get stuck on their back. They need help to get up. Thank God for the good shepherd that helps us (laughs) when we get stuck on our back and we can't get up and he pulls us to, uh, to our feet again. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now I said earlier on, I think I said, that this psalm is not so much about dying, although there's certainly a lot of comfort. Probably millions of Christians through the years, uh, as they were approaching death, found incredible comfort and incredible solace from this Uh, part of the psalm, this Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So I find it really, uh, to me, the comforting thought in that verse is, you know, the Good Shepherd doesn't necessarily remove all the dangers from our life. Um. And the whole, you know, another whole idea is that fear itself is one of the enemies. It's not actually uh, the thing itself that might harm us, but sometimes just fear, just obsessing, just worrying about what might happen. That in and of itself is an enemy and a problem. Um, But notice the solution for the sheep is that the shepherd stays close by. I will... I, I will not fear, for you are with me. So the greatest comfort that a Christian can draw 
And the greatest confidence that a Christian can have in looking toward the future, listen, I don't know everything that the future is going to hold. This worldwide pandemic, you know, there's all kinds of people that are, that are theorizing and predicting, and it can be pretty scary. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I don't know, but I do know this. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So no matter what the future holds, the child of God can be completely assured that we will never be alone. The good shepherd is with us. That's the solution for fear. It's not that, hey, you know, just, uh, it's all, everything's going to be okay. There's never, there's no problems up ahead. Faith is not sticking our head in the sand pretending everything's great. No, there were real problems. But you know what? The shepherd, the good shepherd said he'll never leave us nor forsake us, forsake us. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. This is why I think the psalm isn't only about dying, but it's about living. In heaven, we won't have any enemies, okay? Uh, you we have enemies here though, here and now. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. What is this anointing of the head with oil? Well, um, again, I've had just a few experiences with real sheep. And uh, so, yes, predators, wolves, coyotes in our situation uh, are genuine dangers for sheep. Um, But there's another enemy that they deal with, and that is at a certain time of year, there are these things called nose flies. And so these flies, gnat-type creatures, fly around the sheep's head, landing on their nose. And then they lay eggs inside their nostrils. And so then these, these little eggs uh, you know, burst open after a few days, and there are these little larva things, and they literally crawl up into the sheep's head. And a sheep that is infested in this way literally will bang its head against you know, the, the, the side of the barn or against the floor. In essence, it's like all these bugs are buzzing around in its head. It's being tormented from the inside out. But you know what? I've got some good news. I, I thought about this. I go, oh my gosh, that's, that's like the, the attack that we as Christians often feel. You know, it's like these thoughts, these, these fearful, worrying, you know, uh, worst case scenario thoughts, or car- whatever the thought might be. Maybe it's of our, of our own failure, our own sin, condemnation, whatever it is. These things are buzzing around in our head. I almost in pic- pictured like, I don't know if you've ever, like in the summer, had a mosquito in the middle of the night. I think about, I know this has happened to me a few times through the years. Hot summer night, and you're laying in bed, pitch black, it's really dark, and there's a mosquito in the room, and it's it's flying around your head, flying near your ear. It sounds like a giant, you know, jet engine when it's right up near your ear, and maybe you slap slap yourself awake. 
maybe I'm the only one who's ever done this. I don't know, but it's happened to me, and it's so annoying. The worst thing is you slap yourself in the cheek, you're wide awake now, and guess what? You didn't get the mosquito, okay? Is that, anybody can relate to that, or am I the only one? But it's like tormenting. Think of that. You know, this is what happens with, with sheep, but the shepherd pours oil on the head of the sheep. That oil is, is kind of like a bug spray. And it gets it so these bugs, these creatures, these insects that are literally driving it crazy from the inside out are, are eliminated. That's what a good shepherd does for sheep. And in a very real sense, that's what Jesus does for you and I. You know, uh, I love that story in Scripture in the Gospels when Jesus spoke to the wind, to the storm, and he said, peace, be still. Those mosquitoes, those bugs that are flying around in our head, the worst case scenario, the most fearful thought, he says, no, enough. (laughs) I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm going to take care of you every... I've I've taken care of you so far. I'm going to take care of you in the future. Lastly, uh, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is such a beautiful psalm. It's such a great psalm. It reminds us of the, everything that you and I need in life. Yes, we miss fellowship and we miss one another. Actually, it's kind of interesting that sheep uh, are herd animals. They do flock together. Sheep don't do well on their own. If you have just one sheep, they don't thrive in that environment. If you have just one or two sheep, they don't thrive. Uh, having a decent-sized flock actually causes sheep to do much, much better. Why? Because that's just the way they, they're wired. And this is part of the challenge of this, this season with the pandemic. We as sheep, we really do miss one another. Even the most introverted of us really do miss that vital connection. And so in that sense, you know, uh, I'm praying. I know that there's a lot of uh, pressure and stress that people are feeling. Uh, people are pretty vulnerable uh, in this season. I get it. But my solution my encouragement to you, let's take a deep breath. Let's realize the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness For his name's sake. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.